This is the coming great deception. Coming great deception. Coming great deception. Because this will launch the one world global religious system. On 60 Minutes, the interviewer says to Mr. Elizondo, in your opinion, what do you think this was? Elizondo says, doesn't matter what I think. Your government is telling you that the phenomenon is real. Bottom line is this, in 2017, Tucker Carlson had Commander David Fravor on. Commander David Fravor is a former F-18 pilot um, with a lot of years, a lot of flying hours under his belt. So this isn't some, you know, neophyte that's, uh, you know, a loose cannon or whatever. This guy is is a real straight shooter. I mean, a real straight shooter. And in his gun sights, when, you, when you're flying an F-18, everything is video recorded. So when you're, when you're locking down your gun sight on the target, that's, you're seeing that. It's all recorded. And he was dispatched along with, a, with a, his wingman, who was actually a woman, and she appeared with him on 60 Minutes, but that's ahead of the story. Uh, it was just David Fravor in December of 2017 on Tucker Carlson show. So it was Tucker here, Fravor in the middle, and over here, the, the gun sight camera footage of the tic-tac-shaped object over the Pacific Ocean. And the bottom line is this, when asked by Tucker, what do you think this was? Fravor looks right at the camera and says, whatever this was, was not of this earth. 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 When it comes to valuables, normal home insurance coverage has specific theft limits on things like jewelry, watches, furs, or firearms. That's why it is so important to review your coverage with a licensed insurance professional to make sure that everything is covered in case of a claim. That way, if your secret elongated Nephilim skull collection mysteriously gets stolen, you can file a claim, sure in the knowledge that that collection was accounted for. Just make sure that you get coverage with the Better Insurance Agency. Visit our website at thebetterquote.com to schedule your consultation today. Only available in Virginia and Tennessee. Please note that all weird collections should be appraised by a third party. If you have a Nephilim skull collection, please contact your nearest biblical scholar immediately. This is Timothy Albrino, and you're listening to the Dig Bible Podcast. We should read our Bible as men digging for buried treasure. The Bible is the world's most popular enigma. Its secrets lost to cultures beneath the sands of time. Or is it? It is the glory of God to conceal things, but the glory of kings is to search things out. God wants you to seek to read his word, to to look for that knowledge. He wants you to do that. Man, the people at Nicaea, they like chopped out 80 books of the Bible. We need to bring those back. There's more bad guys in this thing than a Bruce Willis. Oh, yeah. 
let's back it up here. I, I love the intro to the show because it's exactly right. There's the nuggets of gold in his word. As you guys always say on the show, you, you gotta dig it. Dig it. Show us your nuggets. God, our creator, lies outside of time and space and matter. I feel like God would be like, hello, McFly. You ain't got it so far, then. There are secret societies think that they are the descendants of the giant. I mean, isn't isn't this exciting? I mean, you read it, it's like, wow. The Nephilology Roundtable. But these angels were taken to help the media. Do not pass gold, do not collect $200. You're out of the game. Dirty hands means clean theology. Can you dig it? What's going on, guys and gals? Welcome back to another episode of the Dig Bible Podcast. We had a chance to sit down with L.A. Marzuli. Unfortunately, we had some scheduling conflicts. He had to cut our episode a little short, but uh, this is some rapid-fire action. We're going to throw you in the deep end, so just sit back, put your seatbelt on, and enjoy. L.A. Marzuli, thank you for joining us. We really appreciate your time. LA, I'm a big fan of yours. I've 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 loved uh, reading a lot of your stuff. I've watched um, multiple documentaries on you. I've, I've from you, um, just so many, so many different things from you have has. Uh, th- you have a, a wealth of information, and um, today I, I think it's really important. I think there's a, a big topic that is um, really really uh being ignored in the church and and it's it's kind of scary to me because it's such a big thing in the news and um i kind of want you to take us down that road of uh of where where christians should stand on some of this um you know alien as far as the uh, disclosure and things of that nature well, let me yeah, let me just jump right in. And first of all, I'm sorry we got our times all screwed up. I've got a, I've got to leave promptly at four because I'm doing another interview at four. So, and I just got done another one before I got here. So I cut that one short to get here. The bottom line is this: in 2017, Tucker Carlson had Commander David Fravor on. Commander David Fravor is a former F-18 pilot um, with a lot of years, a lot of flying hours under his belt. So this isn't some you know, neophyte that's, uh, you know, a loose cannon or whatever. This guy is is a real straight shooter. I mean, a real straight shooter. And in his gun sights, when, you, when you're flying an F-18, everything is video recorded. So when you're, when you're locking down your gun sight on a target, that's, you're seeing that. It's all recorded. And he was dispatched along with, a, with a, his wingman, was actually a woman, and she appeared with him on 60 Minutes, but that's ahead of the story. Uh, it was just David Fravor in December of 2017 on Tucker Carlson show. So it was Tucker here, Fravor in the middle, and over here, the, the gun sight camera footage of the tic-tac-shaped object over the Pacific Ocean. And the bottom line is this. When asked by Tucker, what do you think this was? Fravor looks right at the camera and says, whatever this was was not of this earth. So we have to just, just if it was just that, we'd have to pause and unfortunately, the church for the, and I'm part of a church. I love the church. Okay, let's let's get that straight right now. Hundred percent agree. 
I, I love the church, but something is going on, and the church is got its head in the sand and won't even address it. I call this, if I can really skip forward, this is the coming great deception. This this will change everything. It's a question is, how much will we see? And the problem is that we're seeing it already. We're on the 13th rung of a disclosure ladder right now. So we're going up. The first rung is Commander David Fravor. second rung is Luis Elizondo. Uh, Elizondo. And Luis was head of ATIP, Advanced Aeronautical Threat Identification Program. It's all about the threat. That's how they calc it. So Elizondo is once again on Tucker Carlson saying, hey, we've got, we've got metal retrieved from crashed UFOs. Whoa, where did you get that from? Well, we got some from the government, some from the private sector. That's the second rung. Third rung on the disclosure ladder, going up, always going up, is Christopher Mellon, former CIA guy and a, and a protege of Luis Elizondo, is once again on Tucker Carlson's show. And we've tested the metal. It's got isotopic ratios not found on this earth. To then circle back at Commander David Fravor, he shows up with his wingwoman on 60 Minutes. Female pilot, Commander David Fravor, being interviewed on 60 Minutes. Luis Elizondo, second rung of the of a disclosure letter on 60 Minutes. The interviewer says to Mr. Elizondo, in your opinion, what do you think this was? Elizondo says, doesn't matter what I think. Your government is telling you that the phenomenon is real. So we've got three rungs on the disclosure ladder. The information is being disseminated. It's not on George Norrie's show. It's on 60 Minutes and CNN and Fox News. It's everywhere, absolutely everywhere. And it ain't going away. It ain't going away. So the fourth rung on the disclosure ladder is the Pentagon admits that they have off-world vehicles in their possession. Off-world vehicles, not of this earth, in their possession. What do you, what do, you do with that? What do you do with, with, with information like that? So, I mean, we can skip up to the 13th, you know, real quick. But the bottom line, the government released nine pages of UFOs, Tucker Carlson, cattle mutilations. He had Gary Nolan on talking about people who are who are prolonged contact with UFOs, wind up with, with brain aneurysms and things like that. One of the abductees, her name is Karen, in our film, uh, she may have a brain aneurysm. You please keep her in prayer. We pray for her daily. Um, that that you know she was abducted when she was five years old. In twenty five minutes, we don't have time, and and we'll scratch the surface. But I will tell you this: everything hinges. Everything goes back to the Genesis three fifteen narrative, which states the seed of the serpent, the offspring of the serpent, will be at enmity at war with the offspring of the woman. That that changes everything. That that sets up. The entire biblical prophetic narrative. I was just at the Orlando Prophecy Watchers Conference. I spoke twice, once about crop circles. And then on Sunday, we did a deep dive uh, on the abduction phenomenon. So people, men and women, are being taken. Oftentimes, it happens at a very early age, five or six years old. That's the first time they're taken. They go through the window. The window is closed. How, pray tell, does a person go through the window? We know that they can't at least from our perspective, from our what we know about physics, that's an impossibility. But these entities can manipulate space, time, matter, and energy, and that's what they do. So people are going through the window. There's sadistic sexual um, uh, examinations that are happening. Sperm is taken from the men. Ovum is taken from the women. 
hybrids are being created. Daniel chapter 2 says this, their seed will mingle with the seed of men, but they will not cleave to them. And that, to me, sums it up. Jesus says it'll be like the days of Noah when I return. So it's in Scripture. It's right there. I'm not making any of this up. Even the elect would be deceived if that were possible. Men and women faint from fear for what is coming upon the earth. You start putting all this together, and I've been banging this drum for decades now, for decades. I never thought I'd see what we're seeing. And it may, we might actually get full disclosure at the A, if there's a, some sort of a nuclear exchange, a tactical nuke, dirty nuke, whatever, somewhere on the planet, that's the game changer. And isn't it interesting that the, the 13th rung on the disclosure ladder is Robert Salas. <clears throat> we actually broke that story in our Watcher series years ago. Years ago, we broke the story on Watchers. We sat down with Robert Salas. We interviewed him. It's in Watchers 10. And Salas was the base commander at the Maelstrom Intercontinental Ballistic Missile Site in Montana. And a 60-foot UFO hovered over the gate and switched off all 10, either 9 or 10, intercontinental ballistic missiles. Switched them off like that. Switched them off. Yeah. And we're to and believe that to they say, shot them down just a few weeks ago, but they didn't then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's exactly it, isn't it? Yeah. So later on, he was abducted. He was abducted. And he tells this story. It's very visceral. So all of a sudden, Robert Salas is now making the rounds. He's got a book, making the rounds, you know, talking about the threat that they were very, you know, they shut off all the the nuclear missiles, because that's what they are. So isn't it funny how we get that, is now that that's in place, and we get all the saber-rattling happening in Ukraine. You know, we're talking about using tactical nukes, using nukes. Iran is like less than 10 days away from having enough material to build a bomb, and they will use it. There's no doubt about that. They will use it. So that's where we are. That's where we are. And if they show up and the church is still here, um, that's the ultimate game changer. What does that what does that mean for like as far as what should the church be looking for? What should people who are questioning, you know, the the alien narrative? I mean, what is this building up to? You know what I mean? It's building up to full disclosure. And when full disclosure happened, that they created all life on this planet, that they they started the world's civilizations, that they created the world's religions. And now, at this critical juncture in human history, E.T. is back to usher mankind in to some sort of a golden era. And what, you got to understand something, that COVID was a dry run. When the powers that be light up the grid, everything's over. They control the narrative. They control the information. They control everything. And just think about this. There was no... And I don't know, is this going to be on YouTube? Yes, it will. Uh, yeah. Okay, then I'll just stop right there because you'll get a strike. I'll just stop right there. <laughs> but I will, I will say this, that when the grid is lit up, everything changes. Every They control the narrative. They control the pipeline of information. There's no doubt about that. I'm not making this up. Why is it that the entire global media was in lockstep over COVID? 
you can think whatever you want, but that's that's what happened. And that's not conspiracy theory. Every this is what we were hearing. The entire globe was in lockstep. You get a mile wide crap um, hovering over Kiev or Moscow or Paris or any place. It doesn't matter where it is. Everything changes instantly. Instantly. The entire globe changes. Life as you and I know it, gone forever. Everything will change. Everything. The question is, is the church still here? And we've been we've been discussing this, not arguing it, but discussing it and wondering about it for for decades. Some of us believe that that will be taken up and we won't see any of it. There's a saying I coined a few years ago, we go up, they come down, we go up, they show up. That may be exactly what happens. I don't know. On the other hand, if they show up and we're still here, time to start rethinking stuff and rethinking it very quickly. Because this will launch the one world global religious system. There's no doubt about it. That's what I was about Each to ask was about Reagan. Is that what Reagan well, was talking about, ushering the new world order and an external threat coming in and uniting all of humanity? That's exactly, he, he tipped his hand. Whether he was told to say that or not, I don't know. I actually quoted that in my very first book, Nephilim, that, that quote from Reagan, 1999. So that's that's some years ago, 24 years ago. And I used that quote in the first book. So I'll give you an idea. Um, look, I've been banging this drum forever. And it's time for people to wake up. It's time for the church to wake up and understand that, you know what? Your grandkids or your kids are watching Ancient Aliens every Friday night. Where's the Christian response to it? We've got it. We've got it. I was just at the Prophecy Watchers Conference. We sold a ton of these books. We sold a ton of our videos. Thank God. People get it. At least the 900 people that were there, they get it. They understand. And, you know, I'm not, people go, oh, well, you're just trying to make money. Think of what you think what you want. You know, we actually had the first two films in the UFO series up on YouTube for free. So you'd think that we'd have like, you know, a million hits. No, we didn't. The first one was like 250. The second one was like under 150. So there you go. So I don't want to hear it that, you know, all this stuff should be for free. If it's for free, people don't appreciate it. So we took it down, and there's now five episodes in the UFO film series. We're working on number six, which is on cattle mutilations. Number seven and eight, I won't tell you what they are, but they'll all. We, my goal is to get all of them released by the end of the year. All right, I, mean, I, I am I am frenetic about getting this information out. My name's Nick. I'm the owner of Kevlar Joe's and I'm the roaster. I'm an Air Force Security Forces veteran, a dad to three wild boys, and a husband to my wife, Crystal, and a coffee enthusiast. From a family in a small town in Missouri, we started with the simple idea of crafting a perfectly bold cup of coffee. Inspired by wellness and countless pots of stale coffee while deployed, we wanted to craft a bold, clean, and smooth coffee. So we did. And we realized we wanted to share this coffee with our friends. Lord knows we could all use a good cup of coffee right about now. From the farm to your coffee cup, there's nothing like a good, well-crafted, and bold cup of coffee. No matter what time of the day, it's there to pick you up, motivate you, and relax you. We hope you enjoy our coffee. Be bold, be humble, be Kevlar. And you can find Kevlar Joe's Coffee Company anytime you want at www.kevlarjoe.com. And for listeners of the Dig Bible Podcast, 
use the code, all caps, DIG20, whenever you're checking out to get a 20% off discount. Enjoy. Okay, so maybe we jumped into this hot and heavy, and I love it. I think this is good information. I think it's really important. But I think when we talk about the church and we talk about, you know, it's so easy for people to dismiss the idea of aliens because they think of it as, you know, little green men from Mars. But when we talk about this, I think it's very important that you point out exactly who you believe they are. These are not entities from Zeta Reticuli or Epsilon Eridani, Gary Stearman's favorite planet of choice. They are interdimensional entities. Jacques Vallée has stated that. The late J. Allen Hynek also believed that. Um, that that viewpoint has lessened in in the last 20 years to where the New Agers and those who control the narrative uh, believe don't believe that anymore. They don't look at the interdimensional hypothesis. They all cling tenaciously to the extraterrestrial hypothesis. And that's problematic because, in my opinion, the correct paradigm is interdimensional. And these interdimensional entities are from the second heaven. And the second heaven is the place where the dragon, Satan, the fallen angels, and his crew, that's where they reside. Let me ask you this, and I ask this when I'm speaking at New Age events. How many people think it's okay to abduct a five-year-old boy? Let's just start there. That's kidnapping. Is that okay? Anybody no. think that's okay? Raise your hand. Well, at New Age conferences, where they're all you know believing that this is extraterrestrial life, right? Not a hand goes up. So you guys already you know proven my point. You're saying it's wrong. Well, if it's wrong, then what the heck are you doing here? Why are you promulgating this narrative? What's your belief system? Why are you, you know, telling us that we just don't understand when not one of you, not one hand has ever gone up saying that it's okay to abduct a five-year-old boy against his parents' wishes? I mean, are you kidding me? You're kidnapped. You're raped. When you're older, you're impregnated if you're a female. Sperm is taken from a male. You're uh, subjected to the most ridiculous, sadistic, type experiments you can possibly imagine you can possibly because it's right from the pit of hell if you're a female and you're impregnated in the third month of your pregnancy you're re-abducted and they take the baby in our in our film which is number four in the series on abductions it'll blow your mind it'll blow your mind we sit down with four people two men two women they've all been taken they've all been taken sperm from the men ovum from the woman the women karen was pregnant three times by these guys, and they came and took the babies. Angela, only once, and they came and took the baby. And when, when they go in, they know they're pregnant. Women aren't stupid. They know they're pregnant. They start to spot. They go into the emergency room. Ultrasound. They do a DNC. No fetal tissue, no heartbeat. It's like, are you sure you were pregnant, ma'am? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was pregnant. Women know when they're pregnant. Give me a freaking break. So... That's what's going on. Al Matthews, uh, we interviewed Al way back in 2016. And, um, you know, Al was taken from a very early age, very early age. He had an encounter with a hybrid woman. Look, this stuff is real. And why it might seem a little um, 
on the edge. So let's go back 2,000 years ago, okay? And you come rushing into your rabbi. Rabbi, you're not going to believe this, but I was on a boat with some of Yeshua's disciples, and we were out at out on um, the Sea of Galilee, and all of a sudden, in in the it was dark, and we heard a voice crying out, and we looked over, we thought it was a ghost, but it was actually Yeshua walking on the water. Oh my gosh, I couldn't believe it. What do you think the rabbi's going to say? What do you think the rabbi's going to say? He's nuts. That's what he's going to say. But now. That's sacrosanct in our scripture, isn't it? Somehow that's okay to talk about because it's 2,000 years later. Well, guess what? It's like the days of Noah. Men faint for fear of what is coming upon the earth. Satan comes with all signs and lying wonders. Wake up. We're here. It's happening. And those of us who are bold enough to stand up for decades now, warning of what is coming, I mean, I'm on fire because, you know, we're we're on the 13th rung of a ladder of disclosure and this thing's coming down like a freight train. It's not going away. They're adding to it. Every month they're adding to it, like the, like the Chinese goofy balloons. So once again, we're back to Roswell, right? <laughs> it was a weather balloon. Here we are. I mean, it's just you can't you can't even believe this stuff with these people. Right, we're that's being, where we are, folks. We're being programmed. It, we're, it's slowly conditioning us to accept things. And well, that's, look, that's where we are, and that's why people like me will be looked at as an, as Neanderthals. That's if we're still here and they show up. I mean, I already get tons of flack, but I get flack from the church and I get flack from the New Age people. I get it from everybody. I'll Would tell you, you a story. At the Prophecy Watchers Conference, everybody was in the, um, the, the basically the big room listening to somebody. I look over and there's a woman glaring at me with unmitigated hatred, absolute hatred. <laughs> and she began to walk up to the to the um, to the table. And I said, Peggy, brace yourself. And it was just Peggy and I. It was a man standing a little bit to my right. And that was it. There was nobody there. The security guard was about 30 feet away. And I, I got eye contact with her. And I said, Peggy, get over to the security guard. The woman was fully demon-possessed. And when she came up, when she started to walk, I just looked at her and said, do you want to be free? Do you want to be free? Do you want to be free? And, and this is where the exchange happened. And she had this information, photographs and everything of, of orbs and faces and entities and all this stuff. And I said, Lord gave me a word. And I just said, you need to burn all this. You, you need to renounce it right now. Renounce it and, and, and the Lord will free you. But you need to burn it. Renounce it. And her... Her countenance changed, and she was there for maybe 30 seconds. And everybody saw it. My wife saw it. The guy saw it. It was plain as day. Her countenance changed. And then the demons went, no, no, no. You could just see it. And she went back. She, she wasn't going to do that. And she started arguing with me. And she said, but you must take this information. I said, no, I don't want this information. I know where it's from. You need to burn it. I signaled the security guard. She wasn't part of the conference, and she got in. Right to my table. Wow. Right to my table. Why was she there? Why do you think she was there? And then the day before, the, the conference center was here. As I was walking out to get some lunch with Peggy, I went to the men's room. Doing my business, and I hear this, this crazed, crazed voice. Weeping, yelling, groaning, moaning. And I'm going, oh, my gosh. What's going on? I walk out. 
Somebody's Amory, constipated. Wash your hands. Huh? Somebody's constipated. No. <laughs> don't, don't make light of it. Don't make light of it. This guy was fully demonized, and it was like the man of the tombs, tortured, absolutely tortured. And I just, I just got out of there because I was by myself. I'm not going to tackle something like that by myself. So they know, and he unleashed, the dragon unleashed some of his minions to go and do his stuff. But greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. And, you know, I mean, if she had wanted it out, I would have dealt with it right there. But the person has to want the demon out. The bottom line is this. UFOs are real versioning not going away if you go to lamarzuli.net we've got five films in the series right now the newest one is on crop circles um which and there's a convergence between the megalithic sites in antiquity and the crop circles in modernity so it's really complex and we're pulling we're exposing the secrets of the dragon that's why we get the pushback not because i'm so great but because the lord has raised me up for a time like this Hand is on the plow. He's guiding our steps. All glory to the king. You know, I mean, I'm doing this for a season. I was a worship pastor. I was a cabinet maker. And here I am doing this. I never wanted to make films. It wasn't even in the radar. I didn't want to write books. The Lord completely changed my my ministry. Like, yeah, I don't know, 25 years ago, whatever. And then full steam ahead in the last 15 to 20 years. Absolute full steam ahead. So that's where we are. Number six in the UFO film series should be available. If you want instant gratification, go to streaming.lamarzuli.net. Streaming, like a stream, streaming.lamarzuli.net. Lamarzuli.net is the website. I got to go. Thanks for having me on, guys. Let's try to schedule something again. I'll give you some more time. Thank you very much, L.A. We'll get in touch with you again soon. We got some other stuff we want to ask you. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening. Check out our new YouTube channel. The Dig Bible Podcast. Thanks for listening again. Hit that like and subscribe on YouTube for us. Have a good night. We thank you for listening to the Dig Bible Podcast. Questions, comments, or future episode ideas? We'd love to hear from you at the dig 423 at gmail.com. If you enjoy our content, don't forget to share, subscribe, and check out our Facebook group at the Dig Podcast. Remember, you can't lean on a shovel and pray for a hole. You gotta dig.